0: Yo, what up? What up, what up, what up? This is you, love Wei. Orión de Peligrosa. T-Double. The mighty DJ Mel. This is Ginger Lee.
1: Zilly, protege. Yo, 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 everybody. It's
0: Toddy B. This is your favorite giant China man, CK. DJ k Callie, you rocking with the feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback.
2: You are listening to the Feedback
0: Podcast with my homie Beck.
2: And we're live, folks. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Beck. Thank you for tuning in. We'll appreciate it. And as always, Byron's in the house over there is going to be running the show today. I want to talk about something special because, as you all know, you know Austin is like music capital of the world. But as we discussed many times on the on the show, the city has many problems with the you know music community. Go back to the Save Austin podcast series we did. It was episode 98, 99, and one hundred. We had a bunch of people on. We talked about all these issues, but one that hasn't been talked about enough is genre development. And so today on the panel. We're going to be talking to Shaka. How you doing, man?
0: What up, what up?
2: Rise right, right Against the Stone, Body yeah. Rock, Tip Cow, braw, braw. Conjure the Divine, yeah. what, all, all the 10 other businesses <laughs> is running. Yeah! And uh, we got Lone Bruno from Solstice. How you doing? Hi. And Mike Medowitz. Hey, what's going on? We all are, pod, all are feedback podcast vets at this point, mm. officially. After the second time, you're Most just... definitely. Yes, into the mic, Woo-hoo. man. Woohoo! Most <laughs> Look definitely. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, um, you know, as, as we all know, like, you know, Austin is known to be the light music capital of the world, of course. But when you think Austin music, you think dude with a guitar. That is, I think, one of the ideas that a lot of people associate Austin with. And then they forget the rest. They forget the hip hop. They forget the blues, the EDM, the world music. I had Rattle Tree on the show uh, a few weeks ago. So my question to, to y'all is, what has been your experience with music development? I know you guys, I mean, you're an artist and a booker. What has been your experience with that?
0: I came here, like, almost seven years ago, and my uh, initial experience with, uh, you know, trying to get into the awesome music scene was it was, like, it was difficult. You know, saying the words hip-hop, like, made a lot of, like, venue owners, like, kind of be like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And even, like, when our first show, like, was on the east side, there was a spot called the Arum Center Cultural Arts it had just started and we were looking for like a space and it just kind of clicked and we did it we did we started our first shows there and then you know from there people started to hear more and more about us and that's what allowed us to get into some of the downtown venues but at first i felt like uh and even now like i hear people saying that like you know some of the venues are just not open to it so that was my experience is like you know venues wanted other genres not hip hop mm-hmm. you know so but, I mean, we we just didn't care. We just, like, kept it moving, and eventually, like, you know, they heard about us, and they came around, and we started rocking.
2: What about you, Lauren?
3: Yeah, I mean, being a booker now, which is my job, I have run into plenty of venues who I've had to, like, beg to book hip-hop. It's taken me, like, forming that relationship to al- allow them to give me a chance to, like... Uh-huh. book hip-hop um there are a few venues here or there it's the same with electronic music too and djs like most venues want a full band they're they're looking for that full live band and i mean that's great and there's definitely a place i feel like for electronic music more so than hip-hop or world music, and I'd like to see, like, hip-hop and world music spread, like, beyond the east side, because that's where I see most of it, right. and it's really awesome, and those places are really great that do provide that space, but I definitely would like to see it spill over ag- again, like, you know, into the west side. And
1: On that note, like, so Austin, and I, t- I talk about this a lot when I'm talking about music in Austin with my friends and people, is, like, Austin is still a very segregated city. It's yeah. segregated by design and you know it's starting to be less so just by the nature of gentrification uh but the music is still like that you know and when you have venues that are nervous to book hip-hop hip-hop shows because maybe they've had issues in the past or maybe they they're carrying other stuff around with them day to day that makes its way into their job running a venue mm-hmm. um it's tough and when you see events the like like your event uh at Empire Body Rock, it's like first Fridays. You know, I'm pretty much always there. Like when you see the potential of an event like that, where you get people that wouldn't ne- that don't necessarily hang out together in the same room together, like it's so awesome. And so like I think there's a lot of potential to s- that. Once you start getting over these barriers of the sort of entrenched. uh venues and things and, and their perceptions towards different genres. Um, like, it could be so great. It's like, I think that's that's the thing. It's like the things that are really frustrating are things that are really close to being amazing, not right. the things that are just bad. And like, it's it's really frustrating because you can see like all the equipment is there to do all this right, great stuff. Right, there's right. venues, there's people, there's talent, there's all this stuff. And then just like somewhere along the way, there's this bottleneck.
2: What, what I've been hearing for you three uh, is... The issue with the venues, is it? I don't want to really like you know blame one, one group of folks versus uh, another. But do you think it's the image of Austin as a whole that needs to change, or and it starts with the venues, or is it you know maybe in the artists themselves trying to you know get together and put on their own shows, or uh, you know. Nobody's waiting for the city to do anything anyway, so I'm going to leave that one out. (laughs) Um, But do you think it's the image problem or a venue problem, I guess, is my question.
3: Uh, It depends how deep you want to get on it. But, I mean, at the surface level, it it is the venues because those are the people at the top making the decisions on who is going to represent the city. Because that's the only way you get higher up as far as, like... I guess in Austin, it's like it's all about that live music scene and building a scene. Mm -hmm. So if like there if these artists aren't allowed to build the scene, how are they going to build an image of Austin anyway to begin with? I mean, Austin has been very controlling on this, this sort of image they want the world to see them as. And I do think it starts at the venue owners because like the venue owners that have like just been so open to booking it. I mean, it's been really great, like tons of people show up. Like, I think a lot of people are, like, whatever, afraid of hip-hop. I don't even know what that means. But, like, it's really a great genre that brings out a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I wish these venue owners that are kind of opposed to it would kind of open their eyes and but see But why is
2: it that those, beyond hip-hop, uh, what is, why is it that these venue owners don't want to bring in other genre music besides the, hey, I'm a band, I got a guitar, and we do rock?
0: Well, I just I just don't think... <clears throat> I think a lot of the venues aren't like really like as pro live music as you know the city makes it out to be. I think there's like a few, there's like a handful of like venues that are really about like really trying to spark something and like really like cultivate something and right. and, and and then the rest of them is is it's like whatever. So they're just not. It's not so even so much that they're against hip hop. It's just like they this is what we do. We're not interested in going outside of that. Like we're not even gonna take a really take a look at it. Because I know that, like, for me, it's like once people started to hear about us, mm-hmm. then they were, like, going to look at it. But they weren't really going to go outside of their comfort zone. And I feel like the uh, the Austin scene is just like, you know, people told me it's like a velvet coffin, the city. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people have just been sleeping and resting in that and just, like, going with what they know. And so I think it's going to take either, like, uh, you know, like, you know, there's venues like Empire, you know, Mohawk, you know, other venues like, you know, Hotel Vegas, you know, I don't, I don't like naming names because then you, you're going to forget somebody. Sure. But um, there are venues that, you know, are open to giving anybody if a chance, you know, a, yeah. a, a, an opportunity. Now, I, I'm on the talent buyer level now. And so as much as I want to give people chances, you know, they also have to bring people out. So like as a as seeing it, seeing it from yeah. that end, okay. yeah. seeing it from that end, it's like, you know, a lot of a lot of hip hop cats might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also do have to be bringing people out. You also do have to create the scene that she's talking about. And so it's not just about performing. You know, you could be the most terrible, you know, just just bang on a paper plate, and you know, have cats meowing in the background. Mm-hmm. If that brings people out, the clubs will book you. It's like it's not even. You know what I mean. It doesn't. Yeah, a lot like, of the time. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it, I I feel like um, it's it's just a challenge for artists to build to build that scene when they don't when the venues aren't really going out of their way to look for new things that are happening. But the venues that are looking for new things, they're flourishing. They're doing well.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh you re- recently went on a rant, and I, wanted, I really want to touch <laughs> on that. Did you, did you watch it?
1: Rant. Uh, yeah. It was a
2: rant. I, it, I it, love no, comments. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched it in. the whole time. I was stretching was at the in. gym, and I'm like, I got to listen to this guy talk. So I don't funny. think rant is a negative
3: thing. Yeah. It's like no, talking no, it a long, a long it amount wasn't. of time. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't, but yeah, I
2: think yeah, yeah, yeah. you expressed a frustration oh, that I think that a lot of people feel
0: yeah Um, oh definitely a lot of people feel it a lot of people want like people come up to me like yo thanks for saying that." I would never say that but thank you
2: so for those who haven't watched it can you just sum up what, what you were feeling when you
0: did that I just feel like when you festivals venues whatever you want to talk about across the board like just like across the board. Now, of course, there's exceptions to the rule. Sure. And I know the exceptions. I know the organizations. I know the venues. I know the people that are actually doing it. But just across the board, you see the same faces and you see like a pretty just white rock landscape when when people talk about Austin. When you talk about Austin in music, it's almost like when people think, when you you talk about America or you Uh think about Jesus or something like that. You know, Jesus is white. He's got brown hair. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? How yeah, are you going go you know, to go no, to no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when yeah, you, sure. you think about America, yeah. when well, American... Austin Music, Stevie Ray Vaughan, right. and Janis Joplin, right, and Willie right. Nelson. And, they, and, and like, it hasn't, yeah. it hasn't moved on. Like, it has not moved on. It's, like, still, you know what I mean, that.
3: And they're holding on to
1: it. Yeah. They're, they're holding on yeah. to it. Yeah. It's like a... You know, like, the live music capital of the world is marketing. Like, that's exactly. not a quantifiable... It is a thing, sure. Right. But, but and then, like, and like the like. I remember when I moved to Austin nine years ago. Uh, you know, I'm an audio engineer, and I was in event production, so I was like, "Oh, live music that seems like that seems like the place to be." If that's the capital of the world, right? Uh, and it was great, but uh, it was interesting seeing how it was how Austin projected itself into the world versus what it was like when I got here. You know, going down Sixth Street for the first time and hearing like three different bands covering Stevie Ray Vaughn at the same time coming from three different venues that you could all hear at the same time. And it was like is this what they were talking about because this seems like this is like set dressing. This is like this is not like a cultural
0: driver the way they talked about.
2: So you you would agree that Austin has an image problem
0: because of that? Well the 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 discussion of my my to yeah, my um what I what I came out what I was talking about was I saw something called all ATX and I saw like kind of the same folks that you usually see and again, I'm not going to name names or call anyone out but I saw the typical names and now they sprinkle other people in here and there mm-hmm. um and I I I was just like man here we go again and I'm not the only person that felt that way just seeing that but just in general if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna see like a cover of the Austin Monthly or something and they're talking about Austin music I guarantee who you're not gonna see in there Almost every time when they talk about awesome music, they're talking about a very small uh, s- section of what's actually happening here. Right from world music to reggae music to DJs. See, I mean, yeah, we yes, electronic, electronic music yeah. producers. You know what I'm saying? There's just so much going on. Now, I just happen to make hip hop, so you know I can almost you know guarantee that that's not. Or they might you know sp- they might sprinkle in Ross here and there, or they might sprinkle in another group here and there. But just in general, there's so much happening that these folks are not they're not going out and exploring and looking at, you got Mike over here, like he goes out and he explores, but I feel like the people that make decisions about who represents Austin, Mm -hmm. it's a small group of people and they're very limited in what they know about and what they're willing to talk about. And so it just gets tiring for me as somebody that's, you know, broken a lot of barriers here in the city and like broken down, you know, broken down a lot of walls, you know, to see the same thing still happening. It's like, you know, what's really going on.
2: I was talking to Magna Carta um a mm. few weeks ago. I haven't put out the episode yet, it'll be up next week. Yeah. But, you know, I asked them straight up, I said, Okay, you're you're a hip hop group and what well, were some th- some difficulties you had booking gigs and they were like, Well, that was it. We're a hip hop group. When we first started when they first started it was just Megs and uh and D- and Dougie.
0: Dougie
2: Doug. a- And then they were like, Okay, there's a loophole in the system. If we add a guitar player in the bat and the, ba- and, the <laughs> and the bassist you know I didn't then even know that. Then they like I just asked them. Yeah. I asked no, them that and Meg straight up was like, That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <gasps> that's exactly what happened. Oh my god, I didn't because know. That. Because it was because it's real, it's they w- they what? couldn't get booked as a hip hop group until they added instruments. Yeah. You know, I, the first time I heard y'all, y'all didn't have anybody else you know behind y'all. And yeah. now you you know, you can perform with a band.
0: Yeah, it's true. Like that's actually when people started taking more note. Is actually when we started to bring in more musicians, you know. Because before okay. that, we you know we rock with Boom Baptist, right? We rock with DJ Which different so DJs. Amazing. We rock with so many different people, but you know, yeah, I think we started to get more notoriety in the city when we did have a band. So that's you know that's real.
2: So at the end of the day, Austin is still a rock folk. A- americana city
0: no it's not
2: no 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 I'll, I'll, no, no <laughs> i know but i'm talking about as far like, as where as, people, as, far as, the, as far as the projection yes yes, yes. yes. That,
0: that's what i'm saying and there's people that can change that there's people that control that it's not just like random it's like there's things that can be done to change that image
2: if you think about you know beyond the the, the government you have people their job is to you know report on music you have a TV show, you have a radio show, right. you have a you have a podcast, or you have a a newspaper, right? Yeah. And when you look at the landscape, the media landscape here in Austin, you might have a handful of people who actually write about music. You know, Kevin Curtin over at the Chronicle, Deborah, he's uh, 360. killing it, yeah, he is. Curtin's killing it, but he's only one guy, right? You know, what I mean? We need it's, like a dozen of him. Exactly. I mean, there's other people doing uh, they great are. things. There are. Like, I mean, Quran writes every yeah. once yeah. in a while. You know, Deborah is on point.
3: There's good blogs, too. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. good
2: blogs, too. And, you know, I'm trying to do this podcast thing, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but what I'm saying yeah, is... You're doing all right. The, thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I got, I, I got yeah. blessings from Mike, so I yes. think I'm doing okay. No, but I, I, was, I, was do, I was looking around online, and something like uh, balcony TV. Right, remember? I, I thought so. honestly thought there were it wasn't on anymore, and I looked it up and I went back a year and a half, and every single group that got on there was a band with a gu- guitar. Yeah, and I'm like, so you're, you're rep is supposed to showcase local artists, and yet this is this is all you got. They so, just don't, well, they, they changed a lot management. of these folks don't work. That Not they do. Hard. They, they do, but I'm saying it's it's not that it's not a variety that that uh, uh, represent what Austin has to offer. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: there's so m- I mean there's so many like acts that I know about that are, like outside of my genre. You know what I'm saying? There's so much like life and activity happening uh-huh. here in Austin. That's amazing, and it's just like you know they don't they're not doing the work. They're not doing the the you know, it's like it's until someone gets to like a shaky grays level, then they start talking about them. But like shaky grays was doing shows at Hole in the Wall for years. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, he sp- was. Yeah, he put work in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and we're all putting yeah. work in. That's yeah, my yeah. point. So as soon as, as, soon as Riders gets a storm, as soon as Sloom gets something on like, you know, Vibe magazine or spin.com or something like that, then it's like, oh, no, it's like this is how you develop artists and this is how you build the scene. You know what I mean? Because when, when an artist does get a placement, you know, in one of these articles that's talking about Austin Music and, you know, they're getting opportunities and those opportunities are allowing them to grow as artists. That means like, so when someone goes and looks at that magazine and says, what's happening in Austin, they're going to say, oh, I want to book, I want to talk to that person and possibly bring them, you know, to Utah or wherever, you know what I'm saying, Las Vegas or, you know, New York, like these people represent Austin and so, when you just put the frame around certain people and certain genres, that's, that's my, that's my frustration. That's my issue. It's like, you're keeping people that are like really building this scene and really making it happen. That will be recognized in a year or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can name names, but I'm not going to, but there are people that are on their way. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just talking about a guy that's, that's driving to LA. They're on their way. You know what I'm saying? And then they're going to like, you know, Oh yeah. They're part of Austin. Austin. That's, that's, it's almost too late you know what i mean it's it's like now it's like now it's exploitative instead of you know um supporting supportive. helping them build yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's like you're exploiting it as opposed to and 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 I, i'm not saying that there's and I, you know we had a comment from somebody when i was when i was talking it's like there's great like i've i've worked with sims i raised money for sims i've raised money for ham mm-hmm. i've raised money for all these organizations and i say the same thing to them that i say to kut that i say to anybody is that we need to do more. There needs to, the the frame has to expand. You know what I mean? And that's all that that's all I'm saying. That's all it is. I was talking to uh
1: Jennifer Hoolihan mm-hmm. uh and who's she's doing great stuff uh with the music foundation and you know there's all this money coming into Austin. There's all this development. The sure. problem is not that there's not money in the city. That's exactly. mm-hmm. right. It's like I feel like, as a as a city, as a community, we can do a better job in selling this narrative of what you are doing when you're going out and supporting live music. So, like, so someone says, like, oh, I want to go downtown, I, I got to be able to park. Oh, you know, it's right, like right, here's right, where right. you park. Cross that problem off the list, you yeah. know. And then we can go to this place, and you know, and then I don't know the bands. Like the guy that books this place knows bands. There's going to be a good band there. Mm-hmm check that out. You know, it's like, and when you go, you are subsidizing like there being music in Austin, you are paying for put, to put gas in the car for the guy who's playing the gig. You're paying for, you know, shoes for their kids. You're paying, you know, it's like, um, connecting that with just like the difference between like, Oh, I'm on Sixth street. There happens to be the guy blasting an Everclear cover acoustically in the, in the window. Like, Oh, there happens to be music. Like that's one thing. Uh, but, like, the idea of going out and supporting live music because it's like something creative and it's happening now and it's re- representing yeah. the city, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's tangentially related to
0: what there's you're talking so much about. Do- there's just so much dope stuff happening, though. That's right. the thing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. And you know, I mean, Lauren's out there. You know what I mean? It's just like, I just, yeah, it's, I just, it's, it's so much incredible yeah. music happening that's just not, you know, getting its shine. And, you know, people, you know, Sosa does it regardless. I do it regardless. There's other people that do it regardless that are going to get this. You know, it's going to happen. But I just feel like the city needs to put more spotlight on those folks that are really like. There are scenes, like he said, like Body Rock is a scene. Like there's and not even a scene. It's a, it's a, it's an energy. It's a vibration. It's a church. It's you know what <laughs> I mean. So, and that's going. That's just one of many things that are happening. And it's, like, you rarely hear about these things on a, on a mainstream, like, level. No. You just don't. And, that, and that's, that's the issue that I'm having is it's just so limited what they're willing to talk about, what they're willing and to look when, at. When,
1: you, when I take somebody, like, I've, I've told people, like, people new to town, come to Body Rock, come yeah. to Sahara Lounge on Saturday right. night, come to this thing. And they're, maybe they're not, like like, I go out a lot and, right. like. They're like, Mike, what's going on? Everyone's like, Hey Mike, what's going on this week? And I'll right. be like, Oh, this thing's good, this thing's good, maybe <laughs> skip this thing. Yeah. Uh and then but like when you take somebody who's not in this world that we live in and then bring them in and they see something like body rock or they see something like that and they're just like, Oh my God, I had the best time. I wanna do this all the time. I'm going to now like tune my life around making like allowing me to do this. I'm gonna yeah. get myself set up so that like I right. can go out more often right. and like uh, and you you know you see them light up and you, with like this possibility like I live here like yeah. I could literally like go this out is happening right now I, I can go out every night of the week and find music that like moves me at a deep level yeah. which is like a pretty amazing thing because yeah. not you can't do that everywhere
2: no you can I mean story of our lives exactly. like, yeah like, I get that all, all the time head back I want to go out what's going on and, that, and it, but the luck is they knew you you see what I mean if they didn't know you right you know one yeah, how but- would they find out and two they would just walk around and then see something, and then it sucks because somebody put on some whack ass band, or there was no band at all. Just went to a bar and went home. So I, I think, and I've been talking about this for a while on this show. This idea that if you know something that's going on, you know with social media and all that, and tell your friends, share it, be a tour guide for a night. Take your coworkers who never go out. Take your neighbors who don't know shit, but they know, but you know they love music. Yeah, you know, and show them what Austin has to offer. There was this this one guy uh, I met randomly at the W, and he was just like, "Hey, I just want to get a good." He called it a slice of Austin. I love that, that expression. I want to get a good slice of Austin. I love music, but I'm a, I'm at the W. I you know. I mean, this DJ playing, but, and I took him to see uh, some reggae at Flamingo,
1: Thursday nights. Mm. Yeah,
2: there was maybe what, fifteen people in there. Loved it. And after that, I went off, over to Volstead and danced, danced asses off Orion's thing,
1: mm. you know. And it was Those like, there's
2: no way in hell <laughs> that there's no way in hell would have known, because to me, I would just, I would have just gone to a bar, you know. There's music six. playing, great. If not, who cares? I just go home and that's it. This idea that we need to become music evangelists and be like, hey. You're going to love this, just like you you know, You know. told your friend. You're going to love this. Come with me. I'm going to take you, and I'm going to take you to Body Rock. I'm going to take you to One to One. I'm going to take you to T-Boys. I'm going to take you to Empire, and you're going to see some great shit, because otherwise you're not going to get what the Austin experience is.
0: Yeah.
3: There just needs to be a centralized website that's sponsored by the city, and all these meetings happened, and I'm going to be honest. like, Go ahead. I... Uh, the- <laughs> Well, I am one of those people that went to those meetings for years and nobody was there. It was only this past year. I literally was for years like the only like young artist there. And I'm not just saying that because like like I literally and then all of these people started showing up and like and you know this was the most active year of people actually showing up i'm just kind I think of they
0: did a better year the better job with outreach not to cut you off this year though
3: no yeah. no no, no. They, 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 they did
0: but i go, no, ahead. Go, go ahead i'm sorry
3: my questioning now is and i love mayor adler like and i love jennifer Hulana, and i love everybody that is consistently like trying to do their best but mm-hmm. it's like was that just ho- a whole like campaign thing like what What is really going on? Because you had all of these people spend all of this time spending all of this, like, effort to really tell you what the problem is. And I I don't know. Like, that's awesome. All these venues got money. Like, those articles that just came out. Like, yep. that's that's really great. I mean, that's a huge step towards forward progression. But at the same time, it's like... Don't you guys agree? Like that could have been something like super so, simple they could have sponsored. I I, I went
2: I, I went to all the town hall meetings during the yeah. omnibus resolution discussion. All of them, and they were uh, by district, and each district had a genre you know uh, associated with it. So metal, punk, uh, spoken word, hip hop, uh, jazz, blues, rock, classical, western swing. It was all there, right? Right. And my problem with that whole process was that yes you got to hear from people from different genre music and for the most part they all had the same concerns but i didn't see a follow-up with it. it it felt like there was a there was a great momentum for what it took four months four or five months and then there was that meeting at uh city hall that we all went to and then the budget got voted and now what
3: well, and then decisions were made, and then nobody was a part of those except those few very small people that make most of the decisions. Exactly. Even when we tried, to. but the positive thing is that they did, they did make a step forward as far as promotion and as far as like making it more known that something isn't right and something does need to be improved. So, so that's all I'm saying is like, I'm really hoping that it it does turn into a more forward progression of, like, change that's actually, like, visual at our level? I mean,
2: out of all the recommendations that were in the report, the genre development one, I think, was the vaguest one. Mm. Um, I'm, I'll read one of the... What was What was part of it. With the creation of a genre development initiative, the music and entertainment division will give priority to equity issues, focus on the overall music marketplace, and promote music workforce diversity... Creating diverse marketing and bilingual multimedia content sources are two strategies that promote equity and diversity, additional block I mean, it's it's not it doesn't say and what I think what people were expecting was okay, we're gonna work with this this agency, that agency, and we're gonna hire somebody to do marketing or to do promotion and reach out to these communities on the east side who do you know, who have great music over there, go to the west side, go to all the districts and come up with something. To me, people are asking for specifics and we're not given any, but at the, at the same time we're like, well, you know, we reg- like you said regardless, we're going to people are going to keep doing their thing. And I think what people were looking towards to at with this uh, resolution was okay, now we got all this, okay? We are talking? Yes, 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 yes. And now Do you have the, do you guys have this, the same
0: I mean that's you know, honestly that's why a lot of time like I don't know, Lauren was getting you know, to, you know, you gotta come to these things, like but that's politics, man. I know. You know, anybody and, anybody that it's, deals
1: with city government pretty yeah. much on any issue, yeah. that's like basically like I the, don't know I don't what, know what people how were they feel expecting,
0: it. but it's like kinda that's that's what I that's my experience and then you know, I mean, 'cause I I come from a community organizing background. That's one of the keys to my success is, like and you know, we were talking about this earlier, like, you know, our fans are like these are people that are like do things with us for us, these are people that we are like it's like a community. I've worked around you know, we got felons the right to vote, not saying we mean a a bunch of organizations in Rhode Island got felons the right to vote in Rhode Island. We've worked around uh, police brutality issues, prison reform issues, and I've been in City Hall, you know, I spent a lot of time in city halls and a lot of times with polit- a lot of time with politicians and stuff. So I you know, I know how politics is and that's that's those those results it's kind of how it goes, you know, I mean, and, and, it, and it's it's a gradual thing. And then eventually you get something, but it's a it's a it's a small piece of where you started this big thing that you were looking for. You sure. get like, you get like a small thing at the end and, you know, you've exerted all this energy and you put all this, you know, life force and, and time into it. That's kind of the result of politics. It's a system that is set up for slow and gradual. Change. It's like it's, not, it's like the season finale
1: not, of The Wire where they work really hard for the whole time and then at the end it's just like wah, wah, yeah like you know you get, <laughs> you get you get business you get a little as usual you know, <laughs> nice analogy I mean. yeah because
0: <laughs> because the people that you know can make the change it's like they are they're gra- they don't they don't want to see uh or don't know how to enact like you know radical change it's not set up for radical change it's set up for gradual piecemeal yeah. change mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so and they also have a plan for the city that you know, doesn't involve most People don't re- really, you know, aren't even in on a lot of these meetings, a lot of the financial and economic development meetings that determine a lot of these things that we're talking mm-hmm. about.
2: Well, I don't want to be all negative and shit on the city.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's just—it's not this city. That's that's city politics, period. Like I said, right, like right, 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 right. You know what I mean? So when people were like, "Yo, you should come out," and people still ask me, "Yo, you should speak, you should speak," but it's like, you know, I, you know, it's politics, as yeah. Usually.
3: It finally hit me. I know exactly what he's talking about now. <laughs> I've been for the past like no, four no years, I can't
0: believe Lauren's there because like, every time I talk to you, you'd be like, no, you know. that's <laughs> nah, kind of like for uh, years I was always oh, Lauren Bruno. She's finally. It's so true. It. I'm yeah.
3: sorry. Yeah. Like this is the first time where I've just been like, I don't, yeah. I don't have the energy right yeah. now. I have to energy. like recharge. I feel like exactly. I've been doing it for so long, where it's like, look, like. If you're gonna like laugh at me when I'm like speaking about something serious, like at one of the biggest meetings, like, why do I need to be here? And, like, and
0: that's the thing is like, you know, she's like a culture. She's doing so much in this in this city. You know, she's doing so much culturally. You know, in this city, you know, creating spaces. It's like th- these are the people that should absolutely be at the table. You know what I mean? And she's just one of them, one of many. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a it's a very special moment in Austin right now, and it's like it's not being it's not being. <laughs> recorded it's not being documented and it's like they're gonna go back and write about this and they're gonna go back and do take this episode yeah yeah yeah, they're gonna gonna be able to check this episode and little pieces of stuff you know like arts and context (laughs) has covered some stuff and like we're thankful for them you know what i mean um but it's just like there's just so much happening that's just like on the margins and that's what that's what gets that's what gets me frustrated and it just makes me just be like all right you know forget that Let's just work together or let's just build what we need to build, what we see to be the change that you want to be. And don't worry so much about the city or figure out ways that you can yeah. work with them because we both get grants in the city. It's not like we're like, yo, F the city or F Austin. Mm-hmm. We know that Austin, it, at, at least for me, like Ham, like saved my life.
3: No, me too. Like Sims. Sims. Like, Sims, Sims, Sims saved like my saved life. my life.
0: You know, there's nothing yeah. else. There's no other city like that. And I'm not I'm not, just crapping on Austin. I know Austin is a great City, but I think it just can be so much greater. We want to build it, yeah? It, to it can be just be better. so much greater. And I think that a lot of these people that are in these positions, they just they just don't do, get it. Do, do you feel I guess it's they a, gotta die?
2: Yeah, I, 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 great. You to understand? my next point, you think it's a generational naturally. issue, naturally.
0: You think, yeah, na-
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks, man.
0: <laughs> you know, this is getting recorded, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's oh gonna be on. They gotta
0: die. Right. <laughs> That's, gonna be on it. That's gonna be the one quote they pull from everything I say. Yeah. I guess they gotta die.
3: <laughs> Shocker.
0: Thanks, Mike. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Shocker wants to chill, old like, folks. Yeah. I know the the popos probably at I my door <laughs> when I get him. What was that about people dying? On yeah. You gotta come in. We're gonna yeah. talk about dying. Yeah, yeah. No. demographics shift uh, uh, over what he's time. Saying, That's no. what we're talking the, about. The opinions of the guests or the feedback do not reflect. I appreciate that, Mike. Mike's a good guy. He's looking out.
3: There has to be a bigger change.
2: I put a big-ass disclaimer on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But, so, um, I guess.
2: oh, sorry. No, it's so my question, and that goes into what you just said. You think it's a generational issue, uh, you know? At, at a lot of those meetings, also, generational, a lot of- I think at, at, at a lot of those meetings, you see a lot of the people who's who've been in Austin for decades, who've been performing in Austin for decades. That so they might not be on, you know, the bleeding edge of really what's happening because they're still stuck in what Austin used to be,
3: yeah. I do think it has a lot to do with generation because a lot of people in our generation like that I talk to are are so down with the whole idea of doing things together and working together. And I know when I talk to people that are just like a lot older, it's actually like still more of a competition for them and like who's better and like who should have the control and who should have the power. Mm -hmm. And like that's what's preventing them from getting to that other side of just other consciousness and like each generation is going to get smarter and smarter and more aware and more aware because we're you know technology and just like the whole education like i feel like it's gonna it's gonna get better and better but we have the ability for it to get better faster but yeah i definitely think it's a generation thing for sure it's like a whole mindset like no it is it is i think it
2: will start from the ground up not from the top down you know one one demographic that was missing from all these meetings is college kids Mm. Every town hall meeting I went to, mm. I didn't see any student in there.
1: The people who are actually going to go actually, see all yeah, this, yeah, exactly, music. <laughs> e-
2: exactly. And so, looking at those town hall meetings, I'm like, was there an actual outreach program to be like, hey, let's work with UT. We have four or five universities in, in this city. You know how you get them involved because they're the ones who're going to keep this thing going,
0: and the other one's going to die naturally.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I, Have you seen I I would challenge I don't know I mean I don't know what y'all think but I feel like UT the connection between UT and Austin Live Music is not it's not really that strong like when I talk it's, to when I talk to students at UT unless people are doing shows at the co-ops or whatever whatever. like they don't they, they don't even know where Empire is they don't even know that's what I mean they don't even know where yet yeah, they don't even so there's, there's definitely a there's definitely a, a disconnect there's definitely a disconnect there is that what you were saying yes, like, yes. Yeah. and I, and I, I don't I don't know. What do y'all think? I don't know why that is.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely because talk- they're
0: trying to get drunk. They're just trying to get faded.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, but
2: they—they form groups probably. I mean, a lot of bands start in college. I mean, it's like
1: <laughs> playing in a garage, There's like hole in the wall, and Spider House. That's got gets more college people just because
0: of physical proximity to campus. But yeah. it's not that far from Seventh Street, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you know Nathan, you know, rest in peace, was doing a lot to yeah. you know try and educate you know folks students at UT about what's happening but there is definitely like a disconnect like Like,
2: have you worked with uh, kids who are still in college
3: yeah so we work a lot with actually like KVRX and 91.7 and there's a few people there that are consistently pushing to like you know create a bridge between like our industry and then the the college industry so that they do really well i mean and like they have this awesome show called local live which is like video and then also like broadcast on the radio so that's really like strong my 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 recent uh intern who actually just moved to la she started a program called euphoria atx and that program brought music industry professionals from Austin to their college business school to talk. So there there were people and that's going to keep going. There there are people within the college. From what I heard about the actual like c- like UT's relationship with the city, it's actually pretty similar to what we were talking about. Like UT actually wants to have not a lot to do with the city apparently. I don't know like politically why, but where are these intern programs? Like, that's what I would talk about when I went to these city hall meetings. That's, like, one of the easiest things to do is get yourself an intern. Like, there's so yeah. many websites, internships.com, like, you just put, like, Craigslist, you just put those ads up, and they show up like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it all comes down with them wanting to take the effort. The
0: Austin awesome Music Commission, is there anybody on the Austin awesome Music Commission that's, like, under 40?
3: I don't know how... Elizabeth McQueen is. I don't want like, oh, to offend McQueen. anybody. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I no. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I really don't Elizabeth know.
0: Elizabeth McQueen is a good friend of mine. You yeah. know? Like But I'm just asking, like, is there anybody that's... I don't... Who could
2: be like that, the the I, young...
0: I, it shouldn't be just one. I'm just yeah, saying, I know. like, it's Austin Music Commission, and it's like, you know, and I know, I know it's like a, they're appointed by the city council, I know how that works, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying, it's like people that have the voice in the ear, like, they're, they're not necessarily in touch with What's happening? You know, I mean, there should be you know more more connection
2: yeah. in general development uh, specifically. Have you seen any recent breaks breakthroughs or ways that it's actually moving forward in the sense that you know get away from that idea that Austin is a rock city? You see what I mean?
1: Um, I I I kind of nerd out on like a lot of hip hop and electronic stuff, and uh, I think what like Exploded Drawing is doing is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. uh, like hey, Feedback Alliance. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of sort of cross-pollination between those guys. And so yeah. uh, this like, you know, the LA has always been sort of known as like the, for like the beat scene of like Flying Lotus and Low End Theory and Brain Feeder. And, uh, and Austin like has their own version of that. And it's really vibrant and people are making awesome stuff. And, you know, Andrew who runs uh, Exploded records up at juice land at, yeah. at 45th uh you know like there's a record store that's like that, that cur- that's just like it's really specifically curated it's like here's the dope music that we like and you can get a smoothie and they also put on these shows and they also push artists and like it's they have a venue they, venue. they can do small shows and they, can, they have bigger shows uh and Feedback Alliance does stuff there, and that's sort of like a bunch of producers who all sort of help each other and support each other. Uh, that's been really awesome to see mm-hmm. uh, that community uh, being so vibrant for something that I'm into. That was the first thing that popped to mind for me.
2: One thing I've been I've been seeing too is uh, I had a conversation with Mac how to talk about hey we got on a ticket with rock bands and you know different genre of music. And at first, they're like, oh, it's not hip-hop, but whatever. And I'm like, no, that's actually dope because their crowd get to see you.
1: Yeah. They, you wouldn't, know, they wouldn't necessarily go to a, exactly. a, a rap show or a hip-hop show. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And, and for a while, I remember seeing a lot of the hip-hop lineups, and it was a lot of the same cats. And I'm like, you need to like diversify a little bit because it's going to be the same folks you're going to see at every show. And they probably not going to bring anybody new because it's like, it becomes like a silo. This is the hip-hop scene. It happens right here with these five groups. And, you know, when you start getting a more diverse lineup, when you put in, you're exposing people to different types of music so that they can be like, oh, I didn't know about, you know, Sip Sip. I didn't know about Kapyak. I didn't know about Dross.
0: I mean, I think I think when you mention those groups, like, those are all groups that, like, do that. Yeah, yeah, like. we're we're groups that aren't afraid to, like... No, that's what I'm saying. But then a lot of the other groups, um, you know, that aren't as well-known are still doing dope things. It's like, you know... When we came down here, like, we specifically... This is our talking to ourselves. Like, we want to be known as the best... One of the best bands in Austin, period. Like, that was, like, one of our goals. Like, straight up, we wrote it down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, in order for us to get that notoriety... The Magna Carta move that I mean that's that's what you, you you had to do. You had to get in front of these other bands that didn't know you that I'm not going to hip hop shows and you'd be like, Oh man, this is crazy. Then they're gonna tell their friends and you're gonna start, you know what I mean, you're gonna yep. start moving that way. Because otherwise, as if you're just doing like if you're just doing hip hop in this city and you're just working with hip hop artists, it's gonna be hard to to break through, you know, the way it's set up. Yep. You know what I mean? It's I'd, it's I'd, really at wonderful at least in Austin, but to but, to watch somebody like
1: I took somebody who had never been to a hip hop show before to see Roz at uh Sidewinder. Oh yeah. And she was just like, Oh, I guess we'll see how this, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm no, gonna, this hip hop thing. It. Yeah. I'm into it. And then, and then it just like blew her mind. Yeah. And it was like, and now she, now she goes to hip hop shows and yeah. it's like, it's, you know, if you all, if everybody that cares about the music scene, you know, if you're going out for the weekend, like pick a person and like, try and get that try and get them to come out not to just go like get wasted like the normal going out but like sure. but we're like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> be like there's an awesome band or this is an awesome artist we should go see it let's go yeah. get get them out off the couch get them off the binge watch of the uh the netflix and uh get them out the door
3: um i do wait were you not? no no good oh i just wanted to kind of change it up a little bit as far as like because we're talking a lot about the city and, like, genre development and this and that, but I do think there is a responsibility f- from the artists that we're not seeing either, because there's a few people that stand out, like this this kid named Chris Omeni who, um, who has really cr- created, like, a brand and... Human influence. Human influence, yeah, yeah. And a name for himself, and you know, you could see his drive the second you meet him, um, and, like, that's incredible, but... I like meet with a lot of artists every week and I don't see enough of that. Like I see a lot of talent and I see mm-hmm. a lot of people trying and the people I meet with are definitely hustling, but like people need to hustle more and that's just the music industry it has nothing to do with Austin or any place. Like if you choose to do this life, like you have to make it your life and you have to like push really hard to get yourself out there so like I think there's two sides of this whole conversation cuz of course like there is a responsibility for for the city to make these opportunities available mm-hmm. but technology is so amazing now that like you could do so much without, you know. Yeah, the barrier yeah, to the entry yeah. is really low. Yeah. And I would like to see that more from electronic artists and more from hip hop artists. There. If you're not getting
0: your hustle on, it's not hip hop to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've done you're not doing hip hop. Hip hop is a hustle. Hip hop is hustle, man. Exactly. It's like it's grind. You know what I'm saying? I've so done sound
1: for a lot of artists and have worked with artists a lot, uh, and to the point where I have a rapport with them where I can give them. Like, I helped them with production, and the thing I, I told some of them was, like, nobody is going to give more of a shit about your band than you do. Yes. So, like, act like it, you know? You are not at the point where you're too cool for school. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you need to, like, own this thing that you created and act like it's important. Even yes. if deep down you have doubts about it, it's important. Like, mm. if you want this to be successful, you need people to believe that you believe in yourself. Mm. There's like one of my favorite quotes about music and live music it was like uh, Kim Gordon mm. talking about people go to see live music to watch somebody believe in themselves. Mm. Like, wow, that's yeah. like yeah. And th- when I think about artists where I was like, I'm mm. not into this show. Almost a hundred percent of the ones where I was like, I'm not into it. I don't think they're into it. Right, and, or it's maybe that's something I'm bringing to it, where I'm reading into it. But yeah. like, yeah. but going like, the nobody's gonna give it more of a shit about you as an artist than you, and so you have to convince, you have to sell people on it. Also, that's there's
0: really no, also there's no one way. Like, there's artists out here that are working with all types of national art that you've never heard of them. Like, I I can't even remember. It's a shame I can't remember the name of the artist, but um, I think the Statesman or somebody just wrote about him. Like this kid, like, is working with like. Oh, man, I can't even remember Peyton. all the artists. Like National, nat- he's Peyton Long. No, no, no. He's a hip hop artist. Cool he's stuff. like he's like 19 <laughs> or 20 years old, and he's already you know he's already out there. You know what I'm saying? So it's not you don't have to go to the venue out. Right? There's not like one way mm-hmm. that you ha- his name. that you have to go. I don't know. Uh, Put it'll it in come the show to me. notes. It'll come. Yeah, yeah. To me. yeah right. I'll but, uh, do some uh, research now. Byron. You know, uh, Eric <laughs> Eric Dingus, You know, a producer from from here yeah. that's you know work with Drake and all type of that like like pe- a lot of people probably. Don't know his name. Or don't like even know. Yeah. Don't even know who he is. But so, th- and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have to be that route. It doesn't have to be that route at all. You don't have to go the Chris and Manahue route. Or yeah. Like it, the, the career lane. doesn't have to be a gigging musician. It doesn't it, have to be. It doesn't have yeah. to be a gigging thing at mm-hmm. all. Like you don't. You can. You can do shows now. You know. You can use tipcal and do shows in your bathroom, and like have people you know pay to watch you you know perform in your bathroom. Like there's all types of ways to do it. But the, I feel like the conversation was getting back to you know it was, it was about the lack of people that are out there creating spaces where there's like a serious thing going on. Yeah. That you, are like not in that's the frame. That's like the, that's, thing that's where, that's where my issue is. And I, I'll tell every artist, I usually don't give advice unless people ask me, but I, I say the same thing. to artists. like, okay, well, what'd you do today? Or what'd you do this week to like further what, what you say you do? Oh, uh, well, you know, like, look, man, like, I don't know what you think. I don't know how you think. Like, we got where we're at you know in in this city what we're doing i don't know how you think like five six hundred people come out every month for this thing but you know Mm -hmm. what i mean we we're out there grinding like you know what i mean and now we can sit back a little bit and it kind of rolls on its own but you know what that took six years yeah yeah you know what i'm saying people don't see that (laughs) yeah that's not super fun but it's important yeah yeah. but we loved it it was fun work we loved what we're doing Mm -hmm. so
3: survive those dudes have been around making music they bought a house they have a beautiful studio in Austin they've been making music here for so long and they've scored other mo- like movies that's how the director from Stranger Things found them mm-hmm. and you know like it comes out like now like Austin is like i'm not saying it as a negative thing but it's like survives like huge now like they're mm. in every other like write up every other day and like that's what chaco is talking about how it's like okay like that's great But they've been working their asses off here for a long time and they don't want to leave. Like they would have been chances to to move to LA.
1: Like see them get some name recognition three years ago. Yeah, I'm just
3: curious how these other electronic musicians feel about that too. Like I I wonder what do we have to do soundtracks? Yeah, exactly. actually you just said it. Does it take me being like famous for Austin to notice me? I mean I mean
2: I think that that's the case for everybody. You know, they wait until you blow up, and everybody goes. You know, goes to goes to see. But
1: it's
3: not the people that Shaka are talking about. Like, or well, there's a the study where, like, not.
1: psychologically, we're primed to, like, if you play people a piece of music, and uh-huh. then you play the control group a piece of music, but you tell them it's been well acclaimed by an authoritarian, you know, a, right. a, a source, a, an authority, like, oh, the New York Times said this was the best thing that they've ever heard, and it made them cry. <laughs> uh, you know like uh, you're primed to like, oh, be you, you, like alright alright let's check this that out And matters. so, matters yeah, and so at that point you start, you start hearing the things that you like about it instead of like being Dude,
3: pessimistic about it that's exactly and what so it's Chuck like, is saying that y- if they did that, that locally stuff
0: mat- that's what I'm saying that right. stuff matters I'm not saying that like you know Shaky Graves would have been had a different trajectory if Austin like Shaky Graves is Shaky Graves like Riding sure. Storm is Riding in, like we're gonna get where we're gonna get regardless but the whole fact that matters is like there's substantial like I don't want to use the word movements because I kind of hate that like I saw the uh, the uh, episode of Atlanta where he's talking about this dude keeps texting me keeps talking to me about this movement <laughs> like, everybody got a movement right yeah. like or everybody's got a wave or whatever yeah. like whatever but the, the, the whole reality is that there's like substantial things that are happening on a monthly basis that are like very vibrant like very very vibrant and very influential in this city You know, that it's just like the city just on a a large scale in terms of the mainstream just like just doesn't doesn't pay attention to. I saw I hate bringing up names, but I I saw, you know, someone from Peligrosa was, you know, we've been here nine years. Yeah,
2: that's true. I saw that. We've been
0: here nine years, like doing something like very influential in the, you know, particularly the young like Latin community. Yeah. And like so and so has never mentioned us, you know. There's never been like anything. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you can say, well, all that doesn't matter. And I agree with you from the, from the extent of it matters what's inside of you. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as soon as that person gets on that thing, that magazine or whatever, that is an opportunity. You're cre- that's an opportunity that's created for that person that you can't really, you can't really put numbers on that. It's just a, it's, it's an important thing.
3: Yeah, it goes on a press kit. You know, right.
0: it goes so not on beyond e- beyond E-K the beyond it's the press you. kit, just having a something circulating. But it starts that it starts that momentum where
1: people, exactly. uh, people it's, like, it's like you. Me. Hear a loud noise and everyone looks right, yeah. and right, that, and it's like yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: I remember I, after y'all got uh, been in the year, yeah. Which were time? Everywhere. Which time was that? First, th- <laughs> first time. <laughs> first time out of three. Yeah, out of three. <laughs> <Not> the, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> out of three. First hip hop group, and since I don't know when, yeah, yeah. And, and you yeah, know, I wasn't
0: really celebrating the city. Huh? It wasn't really celebrated in this city. It wasn't. No. But did did
2: you, did you did you see like an increase in attendance at Body Rock because of that? No. Not really.
0: No. Our, I feel like our Body Rock thing, and like I feel like our thing is like there's just people that love what we do. It's like it that doesn't matter to them. Right. Like Ross Day, we had 800 plus people. That they don't care what the Chronicle says, but or or any you know, whoever they don't. It's not about that, but. It's about the um, intangible things that happen when, you know, you pick up the Sky Mall and, you're, and you're, you're flying into Austin and you open it up and they're talking about Austin music and all you see is <laughs> people with guitars <laughs> and singer-songwriters and, yeah, yeah, and then you think, well, that's all there is. You know what I mean? But then you see, oh, you see Lauren Bruno in there and you're like, oh, this looks funky. Like, who's that? You know, what? you see, you know, something. Those things make a difference. They're intangible. It's not like it's it's like an automatic money in your pocket. When I'm talking to, you know, to uh, people, so oh sorry. sorry so what I, what, I, what I was saying about the the band of the year thing, it's like we did that we did that for for ourselves and our fans wanted to see that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, did it like automatically mean? Not in this city, it didn't. It really didn't. Like it, it, it felt like it didn't even happen. Actually, the first year, I got to be honest with you, it felt like not much change at all. Like, we, we weren't expecting it to. We weren't like, oh, you know, we get that title and, and, and it's going to be money falling from the sky. But most of what has changed for us has been about us building our community is what I'm trying to get to at the end of the day. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think that more could happen, you know, if the, like, again, if that frame was opened up. And I'm not just talking about for us. I'm talking about for any group out there that's moving. And, again, I'm, I keep saying I don't want to bring up names because there's so many... And I could, you know, I don't want to forget anybody, but I just sure. mentioned Peligrosa, you know, shout out to them, you know, for, for nine years. Nine years. You know man. what I mean? That's huge. That's huge. But, but, that's but, huge. But,
2: but from a from a music fan perspective, to go back to what Mike was saying, some people need that, hey, hey, uh, they want Band of the Year, so that makes so it's legit, so I'm going to go check it out. No, like I've, I've, The community I've, knows already.
1: I've yeah. kind of pitched people on, like, hey, Riders Against the Storm play tonight. Yeah. Uh, and they're like oh tell me about them and it's like uh like give them the kind of yeah. pitch and then they're like oh that sounds cool and i'll be like they won uh ba- austin band of the year three, three times three times and they're like oh i should check it out like right. that's the thing that sticks yeah. exactly and it's like that like you know without hearing the music which is like for me the thing that sticks usually mm-hmm. but i usually don't give the music a chance unless i've heard about it from somewhere you know i'll, right, I'll right. i list i consume like a sort of astonishing amount of music mm-hmm. but like when it, there's somebody that I trust and they say this band is really good, uh, I'll, you
0: yeah, know, my ear. Yeah. So like some people gotta throw But, that's but, what, he's saying, but, but what I'm saying is like when they write about you, and I'm not gonna mention it, but they talk about perennial contenders, and you've won it two years in a row already. They call you a contender. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like what? It's like what are you even talking about? You know what I mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Like does that just mean like they're like totally still in the running for it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah. No. Like we're actually this like. You, you know, the, uh, perennial contender versus reigning, reigning champion or whatever. No, it's, diff- right. it's a different way that they they talk about it. Yeah, you I know what I mean. That. And it's almost it's yeah. almost like you know we feel like you know what I mean. We could talk. You know, you could talk to my wife as well. It's like we feel like it it hasn't meant as much, you know. And I feel like it's it's I feel like it's a big thing for hip hop, and we have tried to absolutely use it for the benefit of hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. when we when we did the uh, the Weird City Hip Hop Festival when we put that together, you know, it's like regardless it's like when this door when these doors open up that means that it's like more possibility like anybody that's doing hip-hop right now is like oh wait we can do that that changes it like when the first you know first guy runs like you know the the, the hundred yards at some world records like now it's like more people feel oh, like that's the thing do that. now we can yeah, do, yeah we can do that it makes it opens up the realm of possibility and like that's what was important for us is like you know setting our goal and making it happen but i feel like it doesn't I, I don't i don't feel like it it's meant as much and that's just my personal experience sure sure as it would have meant not let's 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 say if we're some rock band that have done that 3 years in a row it would it would have a lot more weight in certain circles in this city i am gonna say that
2: yes I, do, I i do agree i do agree
3: yeah but then when you even talk about the actual publications that you're getting written in like uh, into you know kevin Curtin's great and there's a lot of great people at chronicle um but it's like can we just talk about you know the write up on survive and the write up on Capyak's album review like they gave them i think one I star on the yeah did you read their album wow. review that chronicle gave them no.
0: No. Uh-uh. i don't
3: think you want to because no. you will get capyax is killing it
0: so it doesn't <laughs> matter dude it,
3: it went something like uh. basically every song sounds the same um, mm. it, is that, isn't that what electronic like it, isn't how about the last <laughs> uh,
0: whatever whoever that they're lauding album I, I, yeah each song sounded totally different I bet
3: like mm. <laughs> I'm sorry to point that out and I love the Chronicle and I, re- I respect everyone at the Chronicle but um, it also too has to do with those like publications and and there's freedom of speech and that's why America's Beautiful but at the same time it's like, who are, like those people making those decisions and writing those things should also be aware of the industry that they're pushing as well and it's like
2: they should and, wow. and and they're and they're not. Um, they, they are. So they don't have. What, what would well, be a reason it's for it's them? That, what
0: would be an incentive for them to like change something up? If, if if the readership doesn't, you know, if it's not like, what's their incentive to change? What's what's incentive? I up?
3: didn't get the survive thing though. I didn't get how they would allow that to be written. Well, it's th- it's not. Like it's not, not really stranger Things.
0: Oh, right. I didn't see that.
2: Well, I, I think it's about. The in, I think the incentive is if. You claim to be uh, an authority in the supposed to know what's going on in Austin. That's that's what you go by, right? Mm. Then, and you're a journalist and you're an editor, like you look for the stories, but at the same time, you right. still want on the other side the artist to hustle to keep doing I mean, the thing. That, and
0: then that would be ideal, you know what I mean? That would but be what, ideal. What, what, I, what I get when I talk to journalists from specific places like well what do you have coming out it's like no there's this whole story that still hasn't been told yet like you know we came here six years ago and like all these things that you could talk about that are great music stories i feel like things that mm-hmm. but it's like well when you release something it's it's like a limited view as to like what sure you know I'm what sure i mean they, and it just you know it's like they do uh, you know album review or it's like you have to have a new album for them to talk about you or whatever it's like no, there's like there's a lot of yeah. things musically that you can talk about in between. Yeah, it turns people. out there's a lot of people that still don't have our album. Yeah. Right? You know, like, <laughs> not like, even that. Yeah. It's just like you can like pick pick something, you know what I mean? From like, you know, Raste to, you know, Body Rock going to seven years. Like pick I'm just talking about myself, you know. You but you can talk about the like journalism, yeah. look look, the story, look the story is there. It's not just when people release something. It's a short it's just like a like a tunnel vision that's like you know, thing where it's like okay, only when they release them, only when they get get a big you know, event some, going on. Some no, some you know, somebody talks about them from outside of Austin. Now you wanna, now you wanna talk about it. It's like no, it's like this story is here and it's growing and and it should be documented. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it's yeah. it's I don't know. It's just limited. I feel like you know, and 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 it is what it is. Sure. And you just. As an artist, there's times where you just get frustrated with it, Wait.
2: and and I think that I think that's that's what you voice, and that's what know um, uh, that naming names, uh, Pei Gross has been doing you know for nine years, and they never really complain. But at at some point, you like yeah, you just like really what? Also, like at some point you go, and usually, I've been I've been working my ass off trying to build this thing, giving yeah. to the community, giving a platform, and putting people on the booking shows or uh, performing left and right, and you're like. At some point it just hits you and I think that's what happened to you. It's
0: usually around that time when you see like, like, a songwriter blues banjo player <laughs> <laughs> with you know, shaky, shivery graves whiskey in their name. <laughs> that you know what I mean? It's like you know, it's like it's like really like man, like and you just like okay. I just got a joke, that's why I brought it up. I have a joke with my friends like, you know, you put whiskey or shivers or shake shaky in your name in yeah. Austin and, and, and then people are probably gonna like just or flock junior. to your show. Or, junior. or junior. It's like rappers, like little or young, you know uh, what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think above all, above everything we've talked about tonight, like, that would be the one thing I'd like to, like, continue to say to the city. And I've said it to them before, but just that, like, the industry has changed so much and it's no longer, like, it's no longer easy to, and not to say it was easy, but it used to be a lot easier to be a successful artist. Like, mm-hmm. we need your help more than that, more than ever now.
2: Well, let's get into music tech real quick. We've been talking for over an hour now. Uh, what are some of the solutions? That, like, actually, I want you to talk about Tipcow. I've had Chris on the show, episode yeah. number 99, I believe. Uh, just as a reminder of what Tipcow is and
0: what it does. Uh, tip Cow is is a digital tip jar, so you can uh, tip bands that are signed up like via your phone, or you can do it via the web. And so just to give you an example of how I've used it as a musician is when we went on tour we were in Atlanta, New Orleans, and a bunch of spots we hit up our fan base and we asked them, yo, like, you know, you can't come see our show tonight, but, you know, we're out here, if you guys want to, you know, tip us you can, and Mm -hmm. it's, they just, you know, they can go right on their phone and they can tip us $5, $10 $1, whatever they want to tip and it takes about 3 seconds 10 seconds to do it Uh, most people do it online you know, do the um, tipping online but um it's a great resource and something I feel like, you know, can, you know, merge with the city some 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 type of way, some type of way that they can align to to help to help bands. Uh you know, people don't have cash anymore. Yeah. You true. know, people aren't walking That's around so with true. cash and you know, it's it's a great opportunity for you just like tip a band. You're like, Oh man, I don't have cash. Well, okay. Download the app, tip the band right there. Yep.
2: Lauren? Yeah. You think on music tech would source this?
3: Um, yeah, I mean our technology connects uh musicians directly with like events and opportunities but we're actually rebuilding the technology right now with oh, nice. with a local venue here in austin that i will not mention yet but it's shout a really out to adrian <laughs> adrian yeah and we just hired um two more developers as well nice. lee, lee and alex so we have three developers now so it's it's really exciting this is like a huge year for us um so yeah so we're awesome. yeah solstice is really great um it's been really interesting, though, because, like, while they're building the, the new technology, um, you know, I'm maintaining the production side of things. And we've just recently switched to only doing album releases, viral releases, and video releases. Mm-hmm. And it's been crazy the amount of outreach I've re- received, like, from artists. Like, Artists that I didn't even know, you know, were releasing anything. Oh, that's or, like, interesting. So, active. like, all
1: all the shows are one of one of those uh-huh. things. Yeah,
3: because from from the years of booking, I've just learned that it's like, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of really great local shows, but like, this fin- is an finan- event.
1: This is an event. This yeah. is happened. an event. Financially,
3: yeah. it's better for everybody. Promotion wise, marketing wise, and also it's like a very special thing. Like, I feel good about doing them because it's a very special like. For these artists, you know, mm-hmm. they've worked really hard on this video, they've worked really hard on this album. You know, it's just so important to We're yeah. yeah. single, 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 yeah. Release, we're doing yeah. Ty um, Richards, single yeah. Release. Shouts to Ty, I, yeah. that
1: guy's great, nice, nice,
3: yeah. yeah. He's awesome, so super nice guy, yeah. But there's so many technologies.
2: I saw, I saw a thing, I was, I was, um, I looked up, you know, support Austin awesome Music.com. You ever heard of that? So it's, it's on public access, channel 16. He, he lives it,
1: okay. Uh he he lives it. Yeah, he lives yeah, it. I mean yeah. that's that's yeah. that
2: is the name. Music dot com. And it's it's on channel sixteen, a public access, channel ninety nine with U-verse. And every Wednesday at eight o'clock, they play an hour of local music videos. Oh yeah,
1: okay. Oh yeah.
3: yeah. I know mm-hmm. what you're talking
2: about. So they work by seasons oh, oh. and yeah. Ev- and I
1: met I met the the lady who does that. I forgot
2: the I forgot the name of the, oh, yeah. the guy or the girl who started it, but they're now accepting submission for season season six. So they work by seasons. They've had I know Lee submitted a bunch of uh, submitted a video. I think I saw Brown out on that list too. Yeah, uh, they played our video on it. Oh, I did.
0: Yeah, not, not that you mentioned it. That I know. That yeah, they maybe know. they changed the name. It was something else mm-hmm. before
2: maybe. Uh, but if you just watch, you can tune in live on their website, mm-hmm. and then actually interview artists right there. So it's on public access. Yeah. Uh, but that their show is Wednesdays at eight o'clock Great. on Channel Shout Sixteen. Shout out to that. Yeah, oh yeah that's
3: On dope. Mondays, up late, Austin with Jake. Yeah, the there. thing you went
2: on with uh Zeely and them.
3: Oh yeah, I went yeah, on. Yeah, and I I've, yeah. I've, I've he got on solstice. Solstice and has been booking like local artists a lot. Um, nice. But they nice. do that every Monday. Public access here is something that's really awesome. And it's cool. and, and they it's they public, so
1: you can actually just go do it. Like you go volunteer. Yeah, yeah. And then they let you have a show. That's how like. It, pretty I much. I have some friends doing that. Yeah. It's
3: pretty much like that. Yeah, you either work on a show or just like take a few classes to earn a membership. Like they just require you to learn how to use some of the gear and then you like just become a member. Sweet. It's pretty cool. Uh
2: I wanna give a it was International Podcast Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. So shout out to my podcast I, I, didn't started get, one.
1: I didn't get you I did. a fruit basket, I I it must have It's alright. It's alright. So so you can cheers, still give it cheers, to me later.
2: Cheers, yes. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.
3: <laughs> Woohoo. <Thank> you. <laughs>
2: Uh, so I, I see, Sweet. I'm really happy to see podcasting growing in the city. Uh, I've been doing this for almost three years now, every Yay. week. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. I
1: can't think of anything that I've done every week for three years. Like really? Like, well, not- I mean, so, that, that's about. me trying to say something nice. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <No>, that's that's, <laughs> like that's great. Compliment.
3: Do you brush your teeth? Yeah. yeah. I, I take a shower at least yeah. once Do a week. You, Thanks, man. Yeah. Do you get dressed? <laughs> I go out.
2: <laughs> I go out at least once a week. Yeah. For over a decade. No. Yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, you started a podcast. presents. very new.
3: Yeah, very hey. new. But I know yeah. Chris
2: has one. I didn't know he did with Human Influence.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he did. Uh,
2: Johnny Gowdy has one, oh. like episode five hundred something. Johnny, yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm glad that podcasting is growing okay. in the city. Uh, so you can uh, look up the feedback podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Uh, share with your friends; it helps with the rankings if you rate and leave a review. That really helps. Shout out to um, who else? Oh, uh, Vinci and friends. They're never, you know DJ Panda? Panda Vici? Mm-mm. No, Derek? He's been on the show before, and he has a podcast also, but he talks cool. not, not just about Austin awesome stuff. talks about music, talks about sports, talks about all kinds of stuff. But
3: Oh, Hypersonic Radio, too. Yes, Hypersonic Radio, Jason, Justin Jenkins. And Yeah. yeah and That's right. Like, yeah. They just did. a shout-out to Fort Never. I love all the bands I work with, but this band, Fort Never, we just did their album release at Cheer Ups, uh-huh. and they... They made a lottery for their album. Like, everybody that paid for their album got, like, all of these gifts, and, like, they hand drew every album with a digital download. Like, wow. And they, you know, they got a sponsor, Rockstar Bagels, to sponsor the show. Like, put that effort in because it really shows. Right, yeah.
2: I, I did a live podcast at. Um, this guy's a vets, too. Uh, what's the Henry Invisible's yeah. album release at yeah, Empire. Yeah, yeah. Henry, yeah. And I, did, I knew about it in Terra Bang brass band uh-huh. but I didn't know about Trouble in the Streets
0: oh word I didn't know about oh, it. Wow. No, I didn't know
2: it. I mean I interviewed them and which was which was yeah. great and I, and I saw them perform I was like this is dope yeah, this yeah, is yeah. really really Same dope loved it. loved it loved it uh-huh. loved it so uh, I mean see I like, I like the, your, the, the model of released event where you, you're actually you know putting something out and then you put other people on um, so definitely go out and support that love, love that stuff all right, we're going to wrap things up. Mike, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Lauren, always a pleasure. Thanks, Y'all guys. are best now. Shaka, always a pleasure, man. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, and thank like I said, you. follow the feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, BAK, of course. And uh, actually, one last thing. If, if you want to help out, it helps if you go out uh, to the feedback.com slash donate and help us out.
3: Donate. Every dollar
2: counts. Coming up, I got we got Mondo next week oh nice yeah I got Mondo Khan coming up
1: they have a lot of my money nice yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I got Grant Williams coming through at the end of this month nice yes. Uh, we'll talk about Sound on Sound Fest so don't yeah. miss that episode October 30th so I'll, I'll have all the announcements up and thank you for tuning in thank you everybody who watched live on Facebook we appreciate y'all we thank y'all y'all have a safe ACL You hey out there Uh, if you still got one more weekend to go have fun enjoy yourself go check out some live music and all that good stuff The feedback, donate. Thank you so much. We out. Ciao, ciao.